because that this videotape that kills you when you watch it. You start to play it, and it's like somebody's nightmare. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. Welcome to the last episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hey. This week, we're discussing the horror classic, The Ring, starring Naomi Watts, Brian Cox, and that dude from Virgin River. He has a name, but from now on, no. he is no. only that dude from Virgin Why River. Why is he in all our movies? What's that about? He's not in all our movies. This is just the way I describe it. He is in movie. all our movies. Sorry, my bad. I stand corrected. And then the dude, for like three seconds, who is also in all our movies, who is in... Um, Mother effer. Uh, promising young woman as the one of the, the rapey good guys. I don't think, I don't know who you're talking about now. <laughs> At the very beginning when she's interviewing uh, the friends, there was a young guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Adam Brody for a blink of an eye. For a blink of an eye. Because this was when he was on um, The O.C., he was on oh, that I never show. Watched that. Rock- well, it's funny about. The I only show- watched the Saturday Night Live version of the OC. That's the only one <laughs> worth watching. No one. Okay, speaking of someone who lives in "quote unquote" the OC, no one called it the OC until that show came out, and now suddenly yeah. everything's the OC. Very upsetting. Yeah, Hollywood. And you would think people from the LA would know, since they all live in the OC, that it's not called the OC. Well, no one calls it the Orange County. Yeah. We don't do it like that. So anyway, <laughs> it's I think we it started we adopted it's it the, ironically and then it just became the way we say it. Thanks a lot. All right. And then tell me, what do you call the the highways, the freeways? Do you call it the 405 or do that's, you call it 405? That's a California thing. It's all the no, 405. It, the right, But in Northern California, they don't use the the Oh, is that true? I didn't realize. I thought it was back east they didn't use the the. Maybe I'm no. In Northern California, after I moved down here, I started saying you got to get on the 405, and my friends were like, "Excuse me, the, the, what, what, what is that?" <laughs> like I'd been corrupted since I moved to Southern California. It's entirely possible. Who's to say? Each week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we discuss guilty pleasures and forgotten classics of the past and the present. Who knows? With a comedic twist. Good times. Now, Aaron, you texted me yesterday saying you wanted to say something further about a movie we released some weeks ago. It follows. What's so I word? was listening to it uh, this week. And I started, because my mind is always like, well, how do you escape? How do you escape? How do you escape? Okay. So for one thing, since this creature has to break the glass to get into places, couldn't you drop one of those Scooby-Doo cages on them and just lock them up? Oh, kind of like uh, the new Hellraiser. Just lock them up and then... Just lock the mofo up. And the other thing is, what happens when it hits the water? I mean, does it? Is it a human physical shape? At which point, it's just going to float away and end up like in uh, Alaska or something, depending on what coast you're up, and, and eventually freeze solid. What do you? Because it, it clearly is not going to be able to walk. Like if I go hide in Europe, it's not going to walk on the seafloor. We don't know that. Anything's well, possible. 
it, it, I mean, it seems that it, it doesn't pass through walls. It has to physically break through places. Yes. To get into it. So I want to, it doesn't seem, does it have supernatural strength? I don't remember that. Beyond just the steady. And he goes kind of flying, but he's fine afterwards. I don't, I mean, he's not like, ah, get me to the hospital. Internal injuries. When we were talking. Yes. uh, We were discussing like what happens if we move somewhere and just hung out? How long would it take? So I did some math on, well, I didn't do any math. I I put it into Google. (laughs) Good. Because they were in uh, Michigan, right? They're in uh, like Detroit or something, right? So we had referenced what if you moved to Florida and just waited. So it would take 16 days for the creature to walk from Detroit to somewhere in Florida. Okay. So that's not a lot of time. 16 days of relaxation? I'll take that. 16 days. Better, California to New York, 38 days. Yep. So you have to, what if this thing and and you had the money to keep bebopping around the uh, the world, you need to really figure it figure out like if it's Alaska to the Florida Keys or or the the tip of the dangle of Florida, basically whatever the farthest that's what you have to do, if and then you, you can chill for for what yeah through the earth from Detroit. <laughs> What is the polar opposite of Detroit on this planet? Go there. No, but we don't know how water affects the creature. We don't. So you think it would only slow it down, right? Well, is it going to start dog paddling? Or does it just go adrift? Or is it like the zombies under uh, in the, the Bermuda and they're just kicking along fighting sharks until it makes its Who's way over to Spain or something? That's right. Who's That's say? the unknown. That's the unknown. So you you and your Scooby friends all have to get together and hijinks will ensue, I guess. I mean, is... Except the- you're all effing each other and <laughs> passing the disease back and forth. As one does. I don't want to talk about this for two hours. But my question is... <laughs> Is there kind of security in knowing, okay, I got 16 days or whatever, 38 days, okay, to handle my biz, and then I got to move on. If I move to Mongolia or something, I may forget, you know, it's been a year, everything seems cool, whatever, I'm sleeping, windows are open, and the creature gets me. No, you ain't going to forget. First of all, you ain't going to forget. Well, I'm not saying forget, forget, but be less vigilant. What's happening, huh? No, you got to have like the doomsday clock, just tick tock. So, you know, one day before you got to boogie out. True. True, true, true. And going in the opposite, don't run to it, run away from it. Right. Uh, but leave it on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. <laughs> Leaving. Uh, I don't know. McMurdo Station in Antarctica. How long will it take to get there? That's a question, right? See? And then, See? And you then can join the Navy. See the seven seas. Keep alternating. Anywho. Give us your 30 seconds. Yeah, what if you were in the Navy and you were six months at sea? What if you were on a nuclear submarine? And just volunteered to never see the sun again. (laughs) To never never go to port. (laughs) Exactly. It's like the cruise ship that has no port. It's very upsetting. Give us your 30 seconds. These are unanswered questions, which should be answered in It Follows Still. (laughs) It Follows too. Still following. Um, still following. Give us still the got my eyes 30, on you. Okay. Thirty second synopsis: <laughs> The Ring. 
We're two hours into the podcast. Let's go. I, I just want to tell you the <sighs> ring is still solid, solid as Barack. No question. It's still, still solid. Dynamite. So you got, uh, first of all, the lighting. It's so depressing. It's just, you want to cut, cut your throat three minutes into moving to Washington State. It's just a, a bl- dark blue filter 24-7 with just rain 24-7. It's like at the beginning of Suspiria, where even if it, if it, you were watching it in your backyard, it was 150 degrees, you'd still going to reach for a blanket. Are you burning your full 30 seconds on just the, <laughs> the setting? Or... <laughs> so, lady with a weird little Sixth Sense psychic baby. Monkey shines going on. Uh, niece, cousin, watches video dead go to funeral your weird kid keeps saying weird stuff you watch the video and realize hmm anyway it went from her investigating for her sister what happened to the daughter to holy shit in the end she thinks she solved the mystery but Womp, 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 womp. and her stupid psychic kid who apparently had the answer and couldn't be bothered to share it uh, ridiculous. In the end, it's all about just making a copy. I thought it was showing it to someone else. It's just about making a copy. Well, okay. I, I'm gonna let's let, we'll delve deep into this. She literally said, "What did I do different? I made a copy." That's true. That's true. That's all. That's all you. So, have what to if do. you make a copy and throw it in the dumpster? Or who are you going to mail that to, by the way, without any instructions? Well, I think that it's like it follows. It's like it's absolutely like it follows. I thought about that immediately. Now, you had seen this before. Do you remember the circumstances? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if I saw it at the theater or if I saw it on HBO. It was released during the time. Uh, in, was it the 90s or early, early 2000s? Where... We were just bootlegging every Japanese horror. It was this. It was The Ring. It was like Dark Water. Juwan. Juwan the Grudge. Ah. This, when this movie came out, it was a cultural phenomenon. I remember people talking about this movie as being terrifying. Now there it was, was terrifying. No question. I didn't know it was a remake until slightly later when, like you said, a bunch of these other remakes kind of started to populate uh, the, the theaters, the cinema. It, Japanese ghosts are no joke. They're no joke. So I saw this movie and just like, it is dynamite. It is dynamite. I, I, but here's, the, here's the, the gooch. I don't think I'd seen it since 2002 or whatever. And I was shocked to realize that it was over 20 years ago this movie came out. I, shocking. Shocking. Well, first of all, both of the, the leads look pretty much the same. Naomi Watts yes. and Virgin River look exactly, I mean, a little, a little longer. I think two, they were but... in one of those uh, Michael Jackson hyperbolic chambers. No question. They, and, and Scientology lets them out to do a movie. And they go, I got to go right back into the tube or something. I mean, in, in other news, I do not look the same. And I'm, I'm <laughs> frankly offended that they do look the same. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, but so it was the initial people that I talked to were like terrifying. But there were other people <laughs> at the same time who were like, eh, little overblown. I think people hyped it up 
too much for me. And I thought those people were out of their damn minds. They are out of their damn mind. Go back to watch Empty Nest or uh, uh, whatever Disney (laughs) Richard Mulligan you're into. If I remember correctly. Oh my God. Richard (laughs) Mulligan. It drives me crazy when I watch something amazing and then people who I think are intelligent (laughs) come back to me and go, hmm, kind of like you and Magnolia. Where clearly it's a work of genius. Okay. Same with you and Blade Runner, where clearly I'm on a different level. Well, we've talked about I'm on a different level. We talked about Blade Runner before. (laughs) Do you I don't mind Blade Runner with voiceover? I think it's pretty good with voiceover. Preferred. Without (laughs) voiceover, I've now the purists tell you without voiceover is the way to go. I think it is interminable and boring without voiceover. So there you go. I, I I agree. I cannot watch just a 20-minute flyover of a future Los Angeles. Can't do it. No can do. Can't do it. And I love that movie. I went and, and tracked down the sites they shot in, in L.A. And I cannot sit through the extra 30 minutes of just silence. Can't do it. I'm out. Otherwise, it just becomes like an art piece. It absolutely becomes an art piece. European. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> So, okay, let's let's mm-hmm. jump right in. I'm trying to think how to put this. Had more people died at the hands of this videotape prior to the niece and her friends? That's my question. It seems like everyone knows the story. Which, you think if everybody knows the story, there would have been more obvious deaths than just suddenly these four popping up, dying at the beginning of the movie. Because it's not like they they say her heart exploded. It wouldn't be people just falling over dead because they look all effed up. Like like someone drove like a a giant pipe through their mouth. I think on some level you're supposed to think that they were scared. That she crawled through their mouth. No, (laughs) because their mouth is this giant hole. That's black. It's. I think she crawls inside you and rips your heart like out or something. You think it's a hidden type of situation? I think it's a. With the, is there a penile gland to it? <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> pineal. <laughs> anyway, that's from beyond. As is your mind. Um, but so, well, I think I think the answer to this whole movie is you just have to put it on TV because the whole point everybody. is everybody has to see it. No. The idea is that everybody needs to know her story, that she's just a demonic, effed up little kid who wants everyone to, to know the suffering. So you think that's the loophole? If I, if I just put it on loophole. broadcast television, then she'll be satisfied. I, I, I think the idea, it doesn't end until everybody's seen it, because eventually you pass it on to someone who's already seen it. Okay. And then what happens? Let me, let me set the stage for people who have been living in a cave. The ring is essentially... If you watch this cursed videotape, okay, with weird artistic imagery, uh, you immediately get a phone call and it goes, seven days. And in seven days, little Samara crawls out of your TV and kills you. I think it's Samara. It's Samara. I I was Uh, doing all the research. We called, we've been calling it Samara for the last 20 years, but that is incorrect. Um... Either way, it's a made-up name. That's correct. For weird people living on a weird island somewhere in Puget Sound. That's that's correct. Well, we'll, we'll talk more about the etymology of Samara later in the show, perhaps, if I think about it. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the cousin is, is killed. 
And the aunt, Naomi Watts, is like an investigative journalist who's like, her sister says, hey, will you find out what happened to my daughter? And she's like, "Ah, okay, whatever. And of course, everybody knows about the haunted, it's an urban legend, about the haunted videotape. Right. Which I find peculiar because it seems like that video, the reason the videotape was there at that particular cabin was because the well was underneath that cabin. No, the well was underneath the house. No. It was underneath the cabin. What? Remember? Wasn't underneath that. Only the thing that was at the house was they went into the barn and they found Samara's like room was in the barn above the horses. Oh, I completely missed that. I thought they were tearing up the floor at the at the because they were at the the parents. They went house. to the parents' house. Then they discovered the kids' room in the barn, and they went up there and they pulled the wallpaper off, and it revealed the tree burnt into the wood underneath. And she goes, "I've seen that tree before." That tree. I gotta tell you, Samira, that's not good marketing. That some podunk place where kids rent to have sex is where you decided to leave your videotape. I mean, <laughs> so we're, how could it be an urban legend if it's only in this jacked up little cabin? That's, I mean, so are we saying that, that this is the beginning? This is the only copy. Then how is it an urban legend? That, these are important questions. These are, these are important questions. questions. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I missed that. it. I was like, how did the well get under the parents house? So the cabins, that looked like they were built in the 1800s yes. were really only built recently because this happened 20 years That's ago. That's correct. And they built they're one dilapidated cabin. and falling down yes. uh, because it's just so rough. Just, just, so just that repair. doesn't make sense, Kevin. That's correct. That doesn't make any goddamn and they sense. Built one those, cabin. those cabins were clearly not built in 2000. <laughs> they built one cabin on top of a well for no reason. I got to tell you, though, that's a thing, because I uh, am in this Facebook group, Things Found in Walls, yes. and I cannot tell you how many people posted that there's a weird ring in their their floor, or their hardwood floor of their ancient house, only to pull it up, and there's a well underneath it that's been capped over. Back from the old days when you could have, then pull up the water. But the moisture causes this discoloration and mildew on the floor. So that's a thing. Oh, damn. So this this is all based yeah. on a true story, then, is what you're saying. It's all based on a true story. I mean, most of these are East Coast. These are really old houses. A lot, of, a lot in the UK, because, you know, I like my Facebook groups. <laughs> Things found in walls, kids. This sounds yes. terrifying, by the way. I'm not joining that <laughs> Facebook group. I don't want to know. Mostly it's all dirty magazines, yes. packs of cigarettes, the original pull tab beer cans. But every now and then, it's a well or a secret now, room. Now, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. I have a vague memory. Our parents bought a place up in Arrowhead, the first Arrowhead house. And yes. And we went there. Correct me if I'm wrong. We found old Swedish porn magazines up in the attic or a crawl space. That I don't remember, but I, I feel like I would have remembered that. I do know they had an... Uh, they converted the garage into a basement and there was a door where it was open to like the under, yes. it was just dirt in the bottom of the house. And we used to go in there with a crawl space, but it was tall. Yeah. Uh, and we used to go in there with candles, lighting fires and, and pretend it was haunted. And we'd sing the song oldest minor of 49ers. Speaking of 49ers, go 49ers. Okay. 
Do you not remember? I Perhaps not remember you were too that. young to sneak cigarettes and light candles under the crawl space I remember the and Swedish pretend form, it was haunted. Not your weird chance. I'm, I'm done with that. I didn't even know there was an attic. I mean, it wasn't that's, an that's attic. I think it was like one of those little like crawl space type things in the closet. Oh, it like in the closet yes. where it's just a little square yes. and it's like like what's in Willie's room? Oh, Swedish porn. I need to go up there with a flashlight. I know there's something up there. Who knows? There. there could be no questions answered by this. Um I love how in the course of her investigation early she finds like an old stub to get film developed. And in the pictures it's literally a shot by shot recreation of the entire trip that the niece took. It's like, here we are inside the cabin. We're opening the door to the cabin. Here's a videotape in my hand. Here's a close-up of the VCR. It's like, really? We're doing the step-by-step of their entire vacation. Interesting. I don't even remember that. Were you awake Was I for not any paying of this attention? Movie? Was I not paying attention? I watched it like at four in the afternoon. I have no memory of that. Right. Okay. Moving on. Why don't you why don't you take uh, the lead on this one? Well, what notes you got? <laughs> First of all, the weird kid. It's totally a sixth sense thing. He's got creepy dra- drawings that foretell the future. And that's never explained. He looks why he's like some kind never of never explained. Right. At first, they want you to make it seem like he's possessed, but really, he's like a little psychic baby. He doesn't see dead people. He just knows the future. Well, so he was drawing pictures of the dead niece before she was dead. No, no, no. This is the thing. I thought that as well when the uh, she's it's a parent conference. Come talk. Here's a picture about you know the dead niece. She the kid knew about it because the girl was talking to him about it all week long before she died. Like for some reason, which doesn't seem like a good conversation to have with your like. Yeah, because the teacher, the the mom or the teacher were saying, oh, but he drew this days before. Days before she died. So you're saying he's not psychic. I'm saying later in the movie, he seems to know things that he shouldn't know. Like he seems to know like, spoiler alert. Like he shouldn't have released Samaya. Why do you know that? Just because you watch the videotape? Hey, both your parents watch the videotape and they don't have any special insight. Why do you? Well, he had the handprint, but mom had the handprint that gave her no special exactly. knowledge. Exactly. So maybe he is a little psychic. I just, I, my interpretation, and maybe I'm the wrong one, is that the niece, who was the, his babysitter, like in the days before she died, because she got the phone call saying seven days, she knew oh. she was going to die in seven days. But you think if you know you're going to die in seven days, like she seems totally nonplussed. The night of her murder, right? Her friend's like, hey. like maybe she doesn't believe it. Maybe she doesn't believe it. She's like on that edge, like this can't be real. Everything's cool. Let's hang out. I would be and like then hanging burst out into with 50 tears. People. I'd throw a house party or something. I wouldn't be like, I'm hanging out with my one creepy Elvira friend, Wednesday Adams. That's not the one I'm inviting over that night. No thanks. No, no. So no. <laughs> oh goodness. So I wrote that down. She doesn't act like she thinks she's dying. She seems fine. She's even making jokes about it. So who knows? Right. It was interesting because her boyfriend and her both died the same time. Yes. Uh, So so Myra is omnipresent. She can be, if you watch it with 50 people, 
She's just going to show up seven days later. For all 50. Because all, like, her, uh, the the niece and her three friends all died at exactly 10 p.m. That was kind of the first, like, uh, nail in the coffin where she's like, hmm, this seems suspicious. I'm going to investigate the crazy videotape. So. Right, because it was supposed to be a group of friends. Didn't, was, isn't that what they said? It was said? four friends. It was two couples. Went to this cabin. But only two of them watched the the video? All four of them watched the video, and they all four died. I thought two, they were just saying two people died at 10. No. They all died at 10. All right. Did you even watch right. this movie? <laughs> I just remember them going on and on and on about the, the boyfriend. Uh, I will tell you, it's just a creepy movie. Yes. I like when you're you, they were having, because uh, it's all about video. So it gives you like a lesson on, on VCRs <laughs> that I, I did not know. Could you make this movie today? It'd have to be a of period Of course piece. you could make this. A- they already have. You know, they have a horror movie about like uh, Zoom or mail. There's always this, There's always some version Unfriended. you can use. Yes. Unfriended, uh, the ticker talker slash or whatever. When you flip, when you're flipping through, if you get the bad, the bad uh, touch on your ticker talker, then that's What's it the for bad you. Touch, seven days. By the way. <laughs> like like chat roulette oh, you okay. didn't know who you were gonna get yes that is definitely a horror movie no question so it could be like a, a chat roulette but with tiktok so like you could just flip through tiktok 12 hours but if you hit the wrong one well like that's and it samara climbs out of the screen at that point you just, you're flipping by half paying attention don't care don't care and then all of a sudden you're like oh is that samara oh shit too late too late so you don't even get seven days you don't even get well you could have seven days staring at chat but roulette. you're probably not going to go back on that tiktok i guess <laughs> frankly if you are on chat roulette for any period of time you're begging for samara to pop up on your screen Kill me. Uh, honestly, if TikTok was run by the Japanese instead of the Chinese, that would be a perfect tale. Absolutely. No question. That'd be awesome. Now, here's, I'm going to throw this out there. Naomi Watts, bad mother? Yes. Absentee mother. They're making it play like they were just kids, too young to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to put any pressure on the father. He's still just a child. Well, I don't know if she's that. Yeah, the the reveal is that her on again, off again boyfriend is the father of her son. And there's a scene where the father's like, hey, I know I don't spend that much time around you. You know, I you know, I had a bad father and I just never wanted to be a bad father. So I decided to be just like uh, him. So I, I just don't come around. And, and and frankly, I don't want anybody else to be your father either. He literally said... <laughs> so I'm going I'm to come around enough to F with your mom so she doesn't have any kind of other stable relationship. So, yeah. That's how, that's how well, I they, deal and with they bu- it. In the beginning of the movie, they bump into each other, the child and the father, in the rain. Kind of an, have an awkward look. Don't say anything. And then continue on their way. And I was like, is he a pedophile? What is going on before I realized no. in relation? I wrote down, this kid is parenting himself. Oh, I- it's very clear that, that Naomi is consumed with herself and whatever yes. else obsessed. is going on. Her work. She's missing everything. Well, it's like. 
I mean, the fact he calls her by her first name. Yes. Uh, it, it's one of those relationships where, yeah, he's ba- he's walking to school in the rain. She couldn't have taken him. It's a hurricane. He's outside. a first grader. It's like that Japanese show on Netflix, Old Enough, where they send the three-year-old to run errands while the... Have you seen the show? It's a no. Japanese show where literally it's like one, two, three-year-olds are given an errand, usually go to the grocery store or pick something up, take this to your dad at work. And the film crew, it's a reality show, follows these little kids traversing through town. There's like traffic buzzing by, cross the busy highway, get to work. And they're expected to remember all the things and then come back home. Follow the same path. Well, at least there's a, I mean, at least there's a film crew. Are they saying that this is just normal? I, I mean, I have always said when my kids were that age, I literally had nightmares of them running out into traffic because they did, even at that age, they did not respond to no, stop. Right. It's a wonder that uh, our population is increasing because up until a certain age, I mean, up through teenage, they're just trying to kill themselves. They absolutely are. That's all you do. It doesn't matter what their grades are. Your purpose is just to keep them alive until they're 18. And let me say this. We know she's a bad mom because the first time we meet her, the kid is waiting with the, the teacher and you hear her cursing up a blue streak like a longshoreman down the hall for all the, the, the children to hear in the hallway or whatever. F this, you know, suck that. Oh, sorry, I'm late. No modulation. Yeah. And not obviously not the first time either. Right. As someone who used to work at an elementary school. This happens enough. We call CPS. Absolutely, we're not we're not sitting there because you can't figure out your parenting shit. Absolutely, look, things happen. I I did work at an elementary school for a long time, and you would have these things people, happen. Things happen, but it shouldn't be on the reg. It's, Every day you're right. not showing things up on shouldn't time. Happen where it's like, uh huh, right. I mean, I don't mind, but but sometimes I gotta blow out, and now I can't blow out. I can't just leave I have your kid to sit on the there. curb and, and drive away. I'm a free baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've totally had it where now I got to go take him to the office. None of the phone works. Uh-huh. Uh, mail- mailbox is not set up. All this bull crappy. Right. And now you're, you're down to the principal and the kid. That's when CPS is getting called. No question. Absolutely. Well, and here's the other thing. When she starts to suspect that the video is real. Like she has the videotape. She steals it from the cabin. She brings it home. Her on again, off again, boyfriend works in audio visuals of some sort. So he makes a copy or she makes a copy for him. One of the, along those lines, she that, makes that's the, the copy. Big gooch. So she makes the copy for him. He takes a copy to analyze it. She leaves the damn videotape around for her son to pop in at two in the morning and also become cursed. Mm-hmm. That's she's a bad mom. Why not leave out a loaded gun while you're at it? Huh? Mm-hmm. Why not? Rat poison. There's a video. <laughs> Some tight tight pods for the snack on with you when you're sipping your lie and, and watching the curse video twirling the handgun. No question. <laughs> There's a video I keep seeing on Twitter that makes me laugh. And it's a compilation of these British public service announcements of like watch your children. And it's just the highlights of kids behaving ridiculously where they're like burning down the house, <laughs> popping the pills that they found in the yep. medicine cabinet to the, to the sound of another one bites the dust by queen. 
So it's hilarious. Shut your <laughs> mouth. We need to post that. You got to you got to post that it, on our it site. It is freaking hilarious. Anyway, but that's basically come on. You know it's a curse to you at least suspect you suspect enough that when you walk in watching him do it, you freak. No! If it was that important, don't leave it lying around. Put it with the porn in the closet, the Swedish porn. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Um, there's a scene where she takes the ferry to the mysterious island where there's the horse in the horse, whatever, the horse carrier, whatever it's called, the trailer. Yeah. And she keeps Trailer. reaching in. First of all, I'm not reaching in. This isn't a petting zoo, number one. But if I was so inclined, the moment the horse is clearly not interested, like backing away and <sighs> take a hint, lady. Social Walk cues. Away. That was an upsetting moment. Yeah, I'm not sticking my hand. Horses bite. Absolutely. Horses bite. They kick. Horses commit suicide in this case <laughs> that was an upsetting scene so the horse busts out of the trailer runs up and down the whatever it is this is so upsetting it cleared it, it's just in distress it's trying to get away off the ferry jumps off the the boat into the water splashing around and we're like oh damn and it gets sucked under the ferry and so everybody's at the back of the boat watching to see what happens you know what's gonna happen suddenly blood and the little girl. Yeah, then they run to the other end. They're like, it's just chunks. <laughs> chunks and blood. Chum in the waters. And the little girl sees poor Black Beauty <laughs> basically Cuisinarted in the back of the thing. Very upsetting. Horrible. That was very distressing. There's a lot of very kind of distressing. I mean, it's such an interesting story. The thing about the horses yes. committing suicide. Who would have even thought about that? Right. So she starts to do, doing her detective work. She figures out, okay, so the the pictures on here. It was a lighthouse that's located near this ranch, and I recognize the woman from the video. She was a famous horse breeder off the coast of Washington, and blah blah blah. But one day, all their horses, what, were drowning themselves, essentially. Right. They were breaking free, running to the beach, and, and drowning themselves. Killing themselves. And it's because, I mean, put two and two together, they put f***ing Samira's, <laughs> her room is in with the horses. Clearly, they're not down for that. What do you think? No? Yeah, that was so disturbing. She had this crazy room and like a hayloft with like a TV and a and a ninety foot ladder to get up there. Yes, and Samira so would be upset because the horses would keep her up late at night. So she and th so there's kind of thing. Eventually, they send Samara in the past to like a sanitarium, and there's that kind of thing where it's like you know whatever I think of, I can send images. The, the images become you know into people's mind or whatever. So she can create these images. Into x-rays. Yes. She was pushing images into x-rays. Yes. So that's her thing. Basically, she's an evil creature for some reason. We did, we don't know where she's come from, just that her parents, quote unquote, went away and came back with her. Right. Adopted her somewhere after, else. After one million miscarriages, it would be like... Uh, 1966, pregnant. 1966, mixed carriage. 1967, yes. boom, boom, boom. So basically, Samira's my age. Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's where your fashion sense comes from, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> I was Samira at school one year. <laughs> Halloween. Taught a whole day of lessons with a wig on backwards. 
trying to trying to walk creakity. <laughs> now, my question is that Samara or is that malignant? That's the question. It's the same thing. It's the same, same thing. thing. Well, I I just need to have like a little face on the back of my head. You do. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So she eventually goes to the ranch. She finds the ranch because the the mother in the video committed suicide however many years ago. So she was fine. also institutionalized because of these images that her daughter was pushing into her head. Correct. Correct. Um, so she goes and she finds the dude, goes to their ranch, and he's like, there's still so much work to be done. I work from dawn till dusk on my ranch. Oh, really? Do you have horses? No, I don't have horses anymore. Then why do you still- have this ranch <laughs> that you're up from dawn till dusk working on for no reason? Why would you Question. ever stay there after all of that? Why? Absolutely not. It's a horror Never. story. Never. Yeah, yeah. As soon as she shows up to ask like one or two questions, he literally uh, commits suicide in front of her. How do he do? In the most horrific way. It was like a Stephen King way. It reminded me of the dead zone where the guy committed suicide with the scissors. Like, if you're going to go out, that is not the way we're doing. Yeah, he, he didn't do, he didn't do, what is it, CO2 or whatever? Not CO2. Uh, carbon monoxide in the, in the car. That seems much better. Peacefully to sleep. <laughs> he grabbed oh the TV God. and jumped in the tub. Bad move. While Go she's watching. Oh, While my God. Watching. He had the power strip. So after he plugged in 900 things, he just uh, sat in the bathtub and flipped the power switch on. Ah! Not the way. Not the way. Absolutely not the way. So eventually they figure out, okay, now I remember, even though they showed this image 10,000 times about the well, and I don't see the well anywhere, they figure out the well is underneath the cabin that the kids were at. So they go to the cabin. And they figure out the wells underneath the cabin because the boyfriend knocks over some marbles and the marbles kind of coalesce in one area. Because that's what happens when there's a well? I don't know what that proves. I mean, it turns out he was right, but it could just be the floor is jacked. Uh, Again, this looks like an ancient cabin, but according to the storyline, would have had to have been built in the last 20 years. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) It has ancient wooden floors. It's practically dilapidated because the roof is caving in with with just moss and everything on it. It's not as bad as... It's not some ancient druidic temple. It literally looks like, like, uh, like the shitty house in X that they rent if it was in a rainforest. Okay. I mean, it would look, it was up to code. But you're right. It it looks older than it was built in the last three years. Exactly. That is true. I will stipulate that. So they kind of they well, find thank the well. you, sir. Yes, thank you. Let the record show. Uh, they find it. They destroy the cabin's floor. Luckily, evidently, there's no one else nearby to hear the sound of the axes swinging constantly. <clears throat> they unlock the the whatever the well. And she she gets knocked in by the TV. The TVs are doing a lot of work in this movie, by the way. VCRs and, and TV, all powerful. No question. And so she finds Samara's body. The reveal is at one point, the mom grabbed <laughs> Samara with a plastic bag around her head and literally tossed her little ass into the well, which seems to be nowhere near the ranch. So I don't know why they... <laughs> 
Why were uh, they near this well in the first place? Who knows? And why was know. the well so deep? I mean, it's a freaking rainforest. Uh, at one point, they're tested. They drop a rock down. They don't. You don't even hear it splash. No. But then later on, I don't know. It's eight feet deep. I mean, it shouldn't be that deep. It's a freaking rainforest. Why is the water table so low when, when you, you're below sea level? We, we will never know the answers to these questions. So. She saves Samara's body. It's like, oh, she'll get, she'll receive a proper burial. Everything's okay now. No, it ain't. Yes, again. Well, looking back at the father, he he's telling you, even though the little girl is dead, he's still getting the images from her. That's why he's committing suicide because it just never stops. He made it seem like it had gotten better over the last several years. It had been better for him. But her coming to knock on the door kind of brought everything back to the forefront. And that's why he finally committed suicide. Because his wife died however long ago. Committed suicide. I mean, and presumably, and not presumably, did commit suicide after they already tossed little Samara's ass in the well. Right. Right? Because that's the only way it makes sense in the timeline. Yeah. 100%. Who's to say? It's, it, you're right. It started that the horses started to stop committing suicide and all of this stuff. Right. So it's a mystery. It's a hard so, but, knock life. But there was some good stuff going on. You really think, okay, it's all going to be all right. You saved that poor little baby from those bad people. I'm cradling this little little child who looks like she's eight or something. Right. Who then immediately just starts decaying and then floats away. So did someone come with a sieve to go strain all, all those bits <laughs> and pieces? Like, a, like an old stew. It's like an old freezing cold stew. That's right. But that was, I have to say, this was a dynamite twist. A dyna- You think it's over. So everyone's like, whew. Big sigh of relief. And then Virgin River is at home. Seven days. It's because her seven days passes. And she's fine. So everyone right. thinks everything's cool. So then a couple days later, when it's Virgin River's seven day, He's at home and Samara climbs out of the thing. And that was a very effective scene. Oh my God. It's just reaction. That's why any of your friends who said this was nothing are jackasses. Because the minute she crawls through that TV doing her crab walk, you're like, holy shit. It's clearly like a little old man. It's clear. It switches from being a girl to a man, clearly. But it's still just monstrous. Oh, it's great. And she he's backing away and she like teleports like right up in front of him. And he he's so afraid he jumps back and falls back over the uh, the bookshelf or whatever. It was the scene was dynamite. It and was it, so it starts, effective. It starts because she's in bed with her son. They're snuggling. He's, oh, it's OK. You know, the curse is lifted. Uh, you know, I freed Samara. And the boy turns and says like, why did you do that? You weren't supposed to do that. Well, you didn't tell me you're grounded. Right. No tech for you. So, <laughs> very but And that's the thing. My question is, if she's already killing people every seven days, is how is this worse? If it makes no, never mind. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think she thinks that by finding this poor, misunderstood little child, that that that's going to lift the curse for everyone. No. 
Now, I've talked about this before. There, there was a joke in that movie, Scary Movie 3, which is, is in my opinion, surprisingly underrated. Uh, George Carlin plays like her father <laughs> in the movie. And he says, like, my wife threw her body down in the well. I thought a simple timeout would have been more appropriate. <laughs> <sighs> it's good stuff. Oh yeah, uh, I, there are there are some really effective scenes. There's one thing. When was this? Like when when they're starting to? I think it's when they're starting to dig up the floor where you can see all the screws unscrewing and the yes. nails coming out of the floorboard and water is leaking through. There are some really good, really effective shots. I mean, this movie is about perfect. It is really good because you're right. Just the the way the images were framed. It's like as she's approaching like the misty house when she first oh. arrives in the island. It is dynamite. I mean, the, the, the colors... It was all, and this is uh, some behind the scenes stuff. They basically wanted all the imagery to have kind of a greenish tint to make it look kind of sickly. You know what I mean? Sickly. It's dark. It's depressing. It's dark. I think it was filmed actually up in Bellingham. I've actually been up to Bellingham. I'm like, but in the summertime, I'm like, it's so beautiful here. And it was like only like 70 degrees. They're like, you have to come in the winter. It's not if you so. want the true the ring experience. if you if you want the the true bellingham experience come in the winter so it's, this is filmed like an even north north of seattle like a couple hours north so it's even darker and greener oh, and less uh populated are you ready for behind the scenes Wait, we didn't even talk about the distorted faces. This is a beauty yes. for those who haven't lived through the joys of vcrs which are now returning which is ridiculous. That is Returning. Ridiculous ever heard. Don't throw your VCR away. You might be able to sell it. Same thing with your old tapes. We threw those if you dumpster. can believe that. I, I get emails every day. They're looking for these versions. I, I, I have like some ancient old version of Willow that I had to pay top dollar on, on VHS because uh, you couldn't see Willow anyway. It went off the market because of the big... The, for years. So I found some old ancient thing on eBay, which I paid an outrageous amount of money just so I could watch uh, our friend Warwick Davis. Because Willow is such a classic. It's a classic. Um, it's but classic. shit like that. No, Stuff he, that he, they're he, not he, duplicating on on, CD, on DVDs. which And DVDs are on their way out. They are. All physical media is, is going out and coming in. So it's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The, the the faces, the queer, the crazy faces, whenever they take pictures of themselves or look at themselves on video, that's really the way that they figure out, oh, this is real. Because otherwise, they wouldn't know it was real until it's too late. So they had to have some kind of little clue. Like he's in the, <laughs> he's in the, uh, what is it? The 7-Eleven or whatever ordering cigarettes and the girl behind the counter goes, you're going to die from the nicotine. Don't do, don't. uh... That was great. That was a great line. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, videotapes and cassette tapes, it's all about mag it's magnetics, right? So it can be distorted. Things will distort it. You know, if you ever watched the big easy, how did he get rid of the security tape? He dropped a a heavy duty magnet right on top of the, the, the videotape. That's how he got out of the crime he committed. (laughs) 
And that's the hero of the movie, The Big Easy. And that's the hero of the movie, yes. New Orleans is, I'm pretty sure, still corrupt. Uh, And when they're watching the movie and they're moving the tracking, these are all joys that uh, young people don't know. You don't know the joy of your beloved uh, tape being eaten by the machine, having to oh, take God, it apart, the learning the fine art of splicing videotape yep. using cellophane tape works for both cassette and track. Tape. I just use scotch tape. There's yeah, no scotch tape. And then putting it back in or yep. the joy of your child putting a loaf, uh, a slice of bread into the opening of the VCR. And I, I've never known that joy down. either. This is strictly some weird uh, stuff going on in your you house. You know, kids show, I, I got canoes and toilets. I've got sandwiches and VCRs. I've, I've had it all. <laughs> canoes in toilets. I, I had to learn the fine art of disassembling toilets, turn off the water, because I'm plunging and plunging and nothing is happening. So I was like, fuck. So I turn off the water, flush it, get rid of, absorb all the water, take the toilet off, flip it over to see a a plastic canoe has worked its way almost all the way through. I had to go get wire snips to cut the canoe up to be able to get it out. So I, my one toilet in my house could actually be functioning again. This is a horror story. You don't realize children, simple toothbrush can destroy your plumbing this happened can destroy your life <laughs> you can destroy your life i was and people really want to know this uh the toilet was filled with pee because it had just been used and a <laughs> and a toothbrush had fallen in there and i'm like i'm not reaching into this pee like, tub to get that toothbrush i will just flush it and the toothbrush is of a certain size it couldn't possibly go down the drain i was mistaken and then the toilet did not work after that. A freaking plastic toothbrush. That's why people carve them into shivs in the joint. Because uh-huh. they, they destroy all that they touch. So there you go. 100%. I remember after having to, I had to buy wax rings in bulk. And then after <laughs> having to take apart, because every time you take the toilet off the base, you got to yeah. put a new wax ring down. How many times are you doing this, though? Why do you have to buy it in I bulk? had two boys. I had two boys. And they both just destroyed the toilet? I remember going Less to like, the hardware store with my ex-husband because they were advertising this toilet where you could fill the bowl with golf balls and they would all flush down. I was like, we need to save our money. It was like $400. I'm like, this is what we need. I can't keep fucking taking this toilet down. <laughs> and those toilet locks, hello, parents. Yes. When you really need to go, it takes too long to unlock them. It's too late for that it's point. It's too late, baby. We can't all be peeing in the tub. All right. It's too late, baby. Now, now it's, too, it's late. too late. Behind the scenes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Long before the movie premiered, the killer video was used as a commercial. The commercial did not mention any movie for nearly a month. They would just show Ooh, the video. Do it a Blair Witch. They were doing a Blair Witch, no question. The tree with the fiery red leaves. That is kind of the marker as to where the, the cabin and the, uh, the well is. It's called a Japanese maple. And the fruit from the Japanese maple is called... Samara. Japanese maple fruit. Whoa! Boom. Interesting. 
Japanese maples were all the rage around that time, and they were so expensive because they're kind of you can get them a dwarf variety, and the leaves, of course, turn fire engine red. Just beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. But at that time, it was super trendy. I was like, oh, if only I could afford a Japanese maple. <laughs> <laughs> a full-grown Japanese maple. Is that too hard to ask? Um, for the choice of the film's color, it was decided that everything was to have a, a sickly green tinge to give it an unnatural feeling. Um, it was also set in such a way that none of the characters have a shadow to create an almost Ooh. creepiness. That's because it, it was just so dark. Right. It is. Until the end. The first week of release in the U.S. and Canada, select cinemas put actual copies of cursed tapes on seats for unsuspecting viewers as freebies. I wish I had that. Oh, my yep. God. That'd be The awesome. cursed video is available as an Easter egg feature on the DVD. There you go. <laughs> Until Stephen King's It in 2017, this movie was the highest grossing horror remake in history with a total worldwide gross of over $249 million. It's sol- it is solid. It is up there with Rosemary's Baby and The Shining. Yes. I'm absolutely. not messing around. And and I know I've said this before. We were supposed to watch the original, but I needed to watch this again, and then I would like to watch the original. I agree. I have never seen the original. So I've never check seen the original. Well. Yeah. Um, now, what's interesting is I thought it was called The Ring because of the circular imagery, which yes. turns out to be the view from the bottom of the well. Yeah, you think it's an eclipse that you're looking? It's the lid of the well closing. Right, closing. Awesome. It turns out the word of, because it was based upon a Japanese film that was based upon a book called Ring in Japanese. And it refers more to the, the cycle, the never-ending oh. cycle of... To avoid the curse, you have to make a copy and you have to show it to somebody to survive. So there you go. Uh, They deliberately chose not to cast any major stars in this movie. Now, some of the people like Naomi Watts went on to greater things. Uh, Martin Henderson is Virgin River, by the way. That's his real name. And Amber Tamblyn. His name is Virgin, last name River. (laughs) No question. (laughs) <laughs> Amber Tamblin plays the niece who's killed in the first scene. Amber Tamblin, her father is Russ Tamblin. You know who Russ Tamblin is? No. He was in the original uh, West Side Story. As? Was, as the dude. As what the dude? guy. As Did the guy. Did you ever see West Side Story? Yes, as the main dude. Guy. I never saw what original, but he was in it. Oh, what was his name? I don't know. Who could say? Uh, There's and he's also a in... place for us, a time and place for us. Thank I can't you, think of his Moreno. name either. He was also in the that would amazing... not have been Rita Moreno singing that. I don't that know. Would have been what? fake Natalie, Natalie Wood? Wood. It would have Could been be. fake Natalie Wood because she didn't Natalie. do she didn't do any of the singing. No, she did not. Um, Russ Tamlin was all. This is not a hero there. He was also in the truly amazing War of the Gargantuas. The Japanese film about two giant creatures. One's green and one's brown. They kind of look the same. I think I've seen that. And I don't know why we're not doing more uh, Japanese uh, monster films. You know I'm down. I'm down for whatevers. I I also want to share this with you. I have never seen Jason and the Argonauts. I own it on uh, Voodoo. I've never seen it. It's a classic. 
Well, because it was from like the early 60s. We're used to the Clash of the Titans. We're used uh, No, no, to... no. But I know all the Sinbad. I've seen all the Sinbads. All the Isn't Sinbads? Well, uh, two of the Sinbads. Uh, how many are there? There were three, three different Sinbads. The, the really good one, in my opinion, is the Golden Voyage of Sinbad. The Golden Voyage, I will give you that. With, with uh, the, the multi-arm goddess yes. coming to life. With Shiva. the swords. Shiva. Yes. Oh my God, that was so good. Dynamite. The dude, we're all over the map here. Sinbad was played by, what the hell was his name? He was the angel dude from Barbarella. What is his name? Tell me his name. Damn An you. An angel doesn't make love. An angel is love. Yes. I don't know. Him. If I couldn't remember the dude from West Side Story, even his character's name, I'm not going to remember the, the angel from Barbarella. It also stars Caroline Monroe, who's in the Hammer films and James Bond movies. And the villain was none other than Tom Baker, the fourth Doctor from Doctor Who. So there you go. It's a classic. It is a classic. I would love to see it on the big screen. Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be dynamite. Anyway. I need to buy a theater where I just show films that I want to see. That's my fantasy. I've long thought about having uh, a like, little fact like 20 yes. years ago, one of the theaters in my college town was for sale. It also had two apartments upstairs. And my friends and I were like, if only it was $450,000. I could have, oh, I could have owned Jesus. my own theater and, and I couldn't my, afford my, it. That's very upsetting. I know. Um, the massive success of The Sixth Sense gave Paramount Pictures the confidence to greenlight a remake of Ringu due to the rise of popularity of supernatural mysteries and thrillers. Um, the, uh, the movie sold more than 2 million DVD copies in the U.S. alone in the first 24 hours of video release. Oh, my God. I mean, it is so carefully thought out. Yes. I mean, I, I usually these things, they're like, they start off strong. Then you can see where they were starting to slap it together because they didn't know where to go. This, everything was so, the mood, the color, the this, the that. I mean, they weren't Dynamite. messing around. They Dynamite. were not messing around. Why didn't no. this one best picture that when it came out? It should it have. It was amazing. No question. Now, the original Japanese movie is slightly different. There are many more Japanese tropes. Like, there's like psychics in that movie. Oh, we're watching that. Dragon. We're watching this. I got to see list. it. No question. Right. No question. So it's it, the basic premise is very similar, but there are moments that kind of have a different quality that kind of draw and just kind of like they, they got rid of all the psychic stuff right. in this one. Except for a little bit with the little boy suddenly being psychic at the end going, you weren't supposed to free Samara. So there you have it. Should we talk about the cast? Lay it on me. Well, Virgin River. Virgin River. (laughs) (laughs) The main character. First of all, let me tell you about the director. Gore Verbinski was the director of this movie. You know him from all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Boo. Rango, A Cure for Wellness, The Lone Ranger starring Johnny Depp. What a Good bunch stuff. of shit. <laughs> what stuff. a bunch of crap. How did he make this after pumping out all that? Very upset. He did a lot of music videos as well. I mean, uh, the potential is there. So some, something went awry. Something went horribly wrong. <laughs> Naomi Watts played Rachel. She's Australian. 
as you may know. She was in Mulholland Drive prior to this. She was in the Peter Jackson King Kong. She was in The Impossible. She was in Birdman or the Blaze Blahs, Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. I hope it and, says Blaze Blahs. And the Blaze Blahs. <laughs> uh, so let's here it is Mulholland Drive, because the rest of it is like, hmm. Hmm. Uh, Martin Henderson played her on-again, off-again husband slash boyfriend, Noah. You know him from Smoke and Aces, <laughs> The Ring, X, Boom Goes the Dynamite. Yeah. Torque. He was good at X. He was good at X. He was. He was excellent at X. Um, and, of course, Virgin River. So there you go. My wife loves Virgin River. Of course. It, it, it's sexual hallmark. It, it, no question. There, I too did because everybody's like, it's filmed up where we went to college. And I watch it. I'm like, no, it's not. It's filmed in like Vancouver or something. Yeah, some bullshit. Brian Cox played Richard Morgan, the adoptive father of Samara. Although he He's says, been in a, a, a thousand things. He says, I don't have a daughter. Uh, Martin Henderson is Australian as well, by the way. And Brian Cox. All Aussie cast as, uh, does, uh, oh my God, I can't think of his name. It's too early in the morning. Does Mel Gibson make a cameo? He, he drops in <laughs> to say what's up. Christian uh, Bale. You, you know, you know, Brian Cox from Succession, the very popular show on HBO. Yeah, I've never he, seen he well, in, I've seen 30 minutes of it. People love it. He yeah. was in X2, the X-Men United. He was in Troy as Agamemnon. No. He was in Adaptation as script adaptation. expert. God Robert damn it, McKee. Kevin. You made me. You sold Adaptation. And, and, and then I forced myself to watch it again and came to the same conclusion. Crap. Adaptation. <laughs> the first half. Until the two brothers go to Florida together is freaking hilarious. It is so, it's basically like when they're, when it's the one idiot brother who everybody loves, who sells his script amazing. And then you have the other brother, the central character who is, you know, struggles and is unsure and is annoying. It's hilarious. All the Nick Cage stuff is hilarious. The last 30 minutes, I'm just like, hmm. And that kind of, that kind of messes it. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. Anywho. And, uh, let's do our ratings, shall we? I'm like forgetting right. what the hell we're here to talk about. The Ring currently 71%. Whoa, whoa. Whoa? What's the explanation for that? Do you know what how is that how is that possible? The audience yeah. must have given it 100%. 48%. I I I'm sorry. Did I just have a stroke? Everything went dim. Everything. Kevin, <laughs> are you there? What's happening? What what am I not seeing? What's what's going on? I people are upsetting. I don't know what I can say. People are upsetting. You know what? This this is why people go crazy and join cults because the rest of the world is clearly insane. I'm Maybe I disagree. did take well, like was it the blue pill, the red pill? Because suddenly I have perfect clarity. You're going to take the cyanide pill after this. Uh, Roger Ebert. Rarely has a more serious effort produced a less serious Okay, the word result. effort. Yeah. Effort is never a good thing. Two out of four. Two out of four. Roger Ebert. 
Uh, let's see. Peter we're gonna Travers. have to, soon. We're gonna have to ban Roger Ebert because he's clearly he was clearly insane when he wrote that. I agree. Peter Travers from Rolling Stone creeps you out in high style, even if Nakata did it better. Three out of four. I guess that's the original director, writer of The Ring. I I hope they're they're basing their rage on comparing it to the original, not just because they're all idiots. I hope that's the answer. Who's who could say what their motivation? Their twisted logic. Mm-hmm. Richard Roper from Ebert and Roper says it's kind of it's the kind of effectively creepy, scary thriller that has you fixating on a far corner of the screen at times because your nerves just can't take it anymore. Yes, yes, he gets it. All right, one of one rating? of us, one of us. That's right. <laughs> What's that from, Kevin? Uh, that's from Freaks by Todd Brown. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yes. What is your rating? Well, Kevin, I am going to give it five out of five. Samara crawling into my giant mouth just to reach down and crush my heart. We don't know if that's what she does. It's hard to say. I like to think that that's what it was. They have to do a closed casket whenever they kill you because you look so effed up afterwards. Well, they did a quick flash of one of the people being dead and it didn't look good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling good. Oh my god, I just I just had a thing. I just had this vision. Oh, okay. What if it follows and the ring are the same thing? Like after the Samara was aware of the death of the VCR, so in her lair, she's like, Well, what can we do next? Sex. It does, All these yeah, MFers are having sex. I never got to have sex. That's it. Boom. <laughs> she was five years old. For she was sake. not five. She was like uh, like eight or nine when they plucked her out of the well. They tossed her little ass down in the well. <laughs> That's oh, what you goodness. get. You don't listen to your mom and dad. That's what I tell my students all the time. It's in the well <laughs> with you. Uh, I'm going to give it four out of five. Excuse me. 4.5 out of five. Uh, falling down the well after getting hit by a <laughs> TV <laughs> down into the well, down, down you go, the bottomless well. Um, it is creepy, it is surprisingly effective. Um, it's a mystery you're trying to solve, which mm-hmm. I like. It has all sorts, I mean, the performances are really good. And when kids piss me off, I turn to them, I just go, Seven days in my classroom. Just to let them I know. like that. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Boom. They don't know what I'm talking about, but they will. And so then you, you just go. laugh quietly to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much. Go to our page on Twitter at T Podcast TWDI. Go to our page on Facebook at The Podcast That Wouldn't Die. Aaron, TikTok, Instagram, what's going on? Yes. TikTok and Instagram. Well, TikTok is as long as we can because our Chinese overlords, according to the government, are are infecting us with this disease. I'm telling you, the Chinese are employing some kind of a ring situation with the TikTok because I literally had to get off TikTok because it'd be one in the morning on a school night and I'm still clicking through videos. So there's some kind of uh, Samira thing going on. But we are, in fact, on TikTok if you're immune to the Samira curse. Uh, we are the podcast that wouldn't die. We are on the Instagram. We are the podcast that wouldn't die. Dynamite. You can also email us 
at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So don't forget to like, share, rate, and review. Won't you? Please. Won't you please? Aaron, are you on social media? I have much media. Of course. There's the ticker talker, so you can hear me blathering with the various filters. I am on Instagram. I am the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. I am also don't feed the pigeon for pigeon hijinks. Um, if you would like to see more of my art, Aaron Doherty on first dibs and artsy. Yes. I know might. Next week, we got a bit of a special thing. Aaron took a hard pass on the next week's episode. She says, count me out we are doing (laughs) it's too much we are doing a super mega podcast retrospective of the friday the 13th series all 12 movies ironically there's only 12 in the friday the 13th now you know why i took a hard pass she took a hard she was not thrilled with the three we covered on this show so she said thanks for nothing that was Um, that was a herculean effort which will be mentioned at my funeral she did try at least made it for the first three bless her (laughs) bless her heart bless her dear little heart uh we will, I'm inviting five of my favorite podcasts to come on and discuss it with us. We've got Stu from the Stu World Order podcast, Antonio from the Cult Worthy podcast, Ed from the Film Effect podcast, Pete from Middle Class Film Class uh, podcast, and Carlo from the Movie Loot podcast. It may be a total, it may be a total dumpster fire. I've never had this many people on the show at once. So. I hope you just all scream at the same time for a solid hour. No, 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 no. just like when you tried to have the family zooms and everybody's like, no, what? Huh? Right. <laughs> Can we talk about how you never want? I, I've been to birthday parties on Zoom where people don't all know each other. So there's a lot of people just standing there silently because they don't want to interrupt or try to have a side conversation. It's a horror story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so check that out. <laughs> In two weeks. Aaron will be back, and we will discuss the Frank Darabont Stephen King classic, The Mist, not to be confused with The Fog. So you have that to look forward to as well. Send in any favorite scenes, favorite quotes. What about Marine Layer? Is that a horror film? There's The Mist, The Fog. Is there Marine Layer? In the gloaming. (laughs) So send them in. Maybe we'll talk about it on the show. So thank you. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Thank you very much, and be well. Bye, kids.